Welcome to another episode of Not Too Deep with me, your host, Grace Ann Helbig, and who's to my right? Oh, it's me, Jack Ferry. Hi. Hey, welcome to being in an intro, Jack. I just forced you to do it with me. I know, I was so caught off guard. Uh, and you're going to be caught off guard by how... No, you won't be caught off guard. You should know how delightful the guests are that we're about to talk with. Uh, it's Corinne and Christina from the wildly popular podcast, Guys We Fucked. These two women are so sassy, so smart, so funny, and so um, charitable because they got off of a flight to Los Angeles and immediately came and recorded this episode with us. Yeah, and not only did they just get off a flight but they were here and they were charming and hilarious yeah so get ready for a very entertaining and sex positive episode of not too deep happy holidays thank you that wasn't to you that was to the beautiful listeners oh of course but also you jack happy holidays thank you grace uh we're releasing this episode on christmas day i know which i'm sure i'm having a great day <laughs> wherever future grace is right now on christmas day i'm assuming future grace is in new jersey i don't know yet. oh present okay. day grace doesn't really know at the moment where future grace will be got it um but it's likely okay cool how about future jack where will he be on christmas uh most likely the east coast as well where exactly i'll be on christmas day i don't know you know it's like those things now where you have to like see a lot of people over Christmas break. Oh, yeah. You know, all my friends and family are on the East Coast, and, um, you know, you got to go home once a year and put say hi time. to everybody. Yeah, put in that time card. Yeah, you do. <laughs> and exactly. Really show your face. Just a quick in and out for everyone. Um, so we're talking about resolutions. We're talking a little bit about the end of the year as a whole. That's right. I feel like we've talked about this a little bit on other episodes, but my brain is also mashed potatoes, so I cannot remember exactly. Well, yeah, because of scheduling, um, we had to shoot a little bit out of order, obviously, so we did do a um, sort of a what's coming up in the year 2018 episode with Mitchell, which Mm -hmm. should be coming out next week. Um, But yeah, I thought since this episode is coming out on Christmas Day, and I think, you know, Christmas Day isn't known to be a day for listening to podcasts, (laughs) I thought... But but also a great opportunity to avoid your family and go listen to a podcast. Hey, good point. If you guys are listening to us right now and avoiding your family, uh, tweet at us and let us know. Let us know. (laughs) Uh, Because we fully resonate with that. 100%. So we wanted to kind of take a look back uh, at some of the best and worst moments of 2017, some of the... Yeah, and there weren't that many... Any worst moments from 2017, if I recall. Because, <laughs> because everything has got, and who knows what's going on in the world when this actually comes out oh, is the good kind of horrifying thing <laughs> I know. about it. And it, 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 I cannot believe that I, it, things keep being unbelievable. I know. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. Well, we're recording this um, basically the week before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. that's a lot of time in between <laughs> when we're recording this and when this comes out for things to – more shit to hit more fans, <laughs> I technically. I know. So hopefully, um, you know, the world is still spinning and yeah. um, we're all still here. <laughs> so maybe let's take a more positive spin because I get a lot of this uh, feedback in my videos on YouTube that okay. if I make Trump jokes, people are like, please stop making jokes about the president. We get it. Everyone doesn't like him for this, that, or the other. Sure. We come to watch content to have a break from that. Okay, that is a very, very, very good point. So maybe we kind of take a spin on what's what's positive about 2017. You know what I think is very positive? What? It's turning over a new leaf in the new year. Yeah, yeah. Do you do resolutions? I, I was thinking about this. I was, I like, yes, I do. 
I think one of my favorite holidays is New Year's. I'm not really a holiday-oriented person. Mm. I don't love... I'm not a major Halloween person or Christmas or Thanksgiving or whatever, um, but I like fresh starts. Yeah, I do too. I'm like obsessed with fresh starts, which might be counterintuitive to like <laughs> what they are supposed to mean. Right. Um, but I do like resolutions. I do get that cliche first month of January under my belt feeling like, look at me. And then it just falls off. Yeah. Ditto. Did you have a resolution for 2017 January? Um, I did. I made a vision board. For, I found it the other day. That's how well I was using it is that it was buried <laughs> under a bunch of shit in my office. Um, so how did you do? Um, you know, some wins, some losses <laughs> on the vision board. Uh, yeah, it was it was pretty vague, though. I remember making it and feeling kind of still slightly like uh, I'm not fully committed to these. And I know I, I feel that way already. Okay. It was like I wanted to work on a TV show. I wanted to work on like a one woman live show. I wanted to work on um, some there was some other stuff on there that I forget, but I remember looking at it and being like, these are pretty vague and generic. Sure. Um, maybe because I did go to a Tony Robbins conference once. Yeah. And he's all about really specifying what you want. Yeah. Putting it down on paper or somewhere tangible so that you can look at it. and Right. And instead of saying, I want um, a TV show in 2017, it should be super specific. Like, I want this show. I oh. want it on this network. I want it by this date. Like, really giving yourself concrete, tangible goals. Oh, that's goals. cool. Yeah. Um, I should go back and reread his workbook. <laughs> Maybe I should uh, apply that to my resolutions this year because last year I had one major resolution and I failed miserably. What was it? To be more on time. <laughs> oh, yeah. You're real. I will attest firsthand that Jack Ferry is not – I mean, but I'm also – a late person. Yeah. And it's not necessarily that I'm not prepared. I talked to a friend about this, actually, that uh, has the same issue. Yeah. And I coined this phrase, it's the panic and putts thing yeah. that happens before you leave where I start to panic about what I need to bring or yep. do right before I have to go. Yep. And so it causes me to waste time when nothing actually changes from when I started to think about what I needed to do. Yep. And if I had left then, I would have been on time. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's exactly me. And I'm, I'm always like, I'm like, oh, I need to go now. Oh, wait, I didn't do any of the things I was supposed to do before I was ready to go. Right. So now I have to like, you know, get you know, appropriate business attire on and I got to, oh, I didn't eat anything yet. And oh my goodness, I haven't brushed my teeth yet. And the next thing I know, it's like, well, I'm, I'm leaving way too late now. The so panic now and pots. Yeah. yeah. I also have this um, very irrational view of how much I can get done in a certain amount of time. Ditto. Because I, I didn't even put deodorant on today. I, uh, <laughs> but in my brain, I'm like brushing my teeth, go making like a checklist of all the things I need to do before I need to leave. Sure. And I have like three minutes left. And in my mind, I'm like, I can do this. This yeah. is my Olympics right now. And it <laughs> never works. It never works. Same way I think I can get anywhere in Los Angeles in 20 minutes. Oh, okay. But no, that's, that's not impossible. correct. That's impossible. Yeah. That's, I, that's a fallacy. It's awful. I've actually started, this is going to sound insane, but uh -oh. I've started counting to 100 when I take a shower. So that you don't waste time in the shower? So I don't waste time in the shower and also so I don't waste water. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So um, I'm like, there's got to be a way for me to, to like... Apply that other way. Take a, a quicker shower. So I was like, I'm just going to start counting. That way I'm aware of how much time mm -hmm. I'm spending. And uh, it helps. That's I can good. take a much quicker shower this way. But yeah, I need to figure out what I need to do to be on time because I'm real bad at it. Yeah, there's got to be – I'm with you because I have I go through periods where I'm on time depending on like if I'm with someone that's mm -hmm. an on-time person. Yeah. And I'm like, how did they get here so early? They, they're – 
this is just so simple. Why is it so difficult for me? And I think there's got to be, not to get too deep, some deeper issue on why you can't get somewhere on time. Yeah. And I just haven't cracked my own code yet. My 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 issue seems to be, and guys, if you have tips on this, please tweet me because it really is a problem <laughs> that I'm trying to improve upon. But uh-huh. um, I, I, I just had this mental block where it's like, oh, I've got a meeting at noon. Cool. And then I'll, like, I'll look at my watch and be like, what time is it? Oh, 1130. That's fine. I don't have a meeting until noon. And then it's like, yeah. oh, it's noon. Time for my meeting. Wait a minute. My meeting is across town. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, there's some. I don't know what's wrong with my brain. Disconnect. Uh, yeah, that happens that I don't know what it is. But speaking of slightly cliche resolutions. Yeah, there are many. Uh, we thought we'd go through in a quick game called Resolved. The most cliche common resolutions and see um, if we'd even attempt if these apply to us, if there's something that we want to possibly pursue in the year 2018. Yes. Okay, so the first one is exercise more. Yes. Is that a yes that that applies to you? Yeah, and I actually, that is one that I actually did pretty well. Mm -hmm. Uh, I started that one the year before, and then I've continued it this year. So I'm exercising a lot more. It's it's good. What I need to improve is my... uh, outdoor time because apparently I'm working so much that I now have a vitamin D deficiency. (laughs) Whoa, Mitchell had that. Yeah. Wow. It's a real thing. It's a real thing. I need, so my doctor's like next to the beach. It's, it's absurd grace. Yeah. So I need to get on my bike more, I guess out in the sun. There you go. Um, It's a medical issue. So give yourself permission. (laughs) I know. Oh, it's so embarrassing. Uh, What about, what about you? I think I exercise more is always one of those things that's always lumped in with the next one we have to eat healthy, improve your diet. Yeah. Mine is more kind of overarching of finding balance because mm-hmm. I go through periods where I run for health and when I'm stressed. Yeah, and so it's great for stress. It's great for stress. It's something I picked up from my dad. And so I think that there's a better way to balance that for myself. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm choosing to do it. I that's one of the reasons why I love being on my bike because mm-hmm. it uh it's it's I can be out there for an hour and totally clear my head. It's amazing how uh how it has the ability to do that. But just just because of, you know, you get busy with work and I'm like on set sometimes at seven in the morning until late at night and then it's just it's it's easy to fall off that, but um, I could definitely eat better for sure. I mean, we all could. We all could. Yeah. <laughs> this one actually, I didn't think about learn a new skill or hobby, which to me piqued my interest. I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a good one to put on my list for next year. I I am not even going to fool myself into thinking that I'm going to do this <laughs> because last year I was like I was like I'm going to learn French and play piano. Well, that well, yeah, those I and I've done neither. <laughs> I've been trying to learn to play the piano, but it's also that consistency thing of yeah. being like because I don't know how to do it, it feels like it takes too much time. Yeah, and so it feels like this is a waste of time now. Yeah. But because I can't see progress immediately. Well, actually, I've heard that when you take like good piano lessons, you can actually learn really quickly. Like you can make that first leap and like play some decent songs like mm-hmm. after just a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. People have the issue of once they go past that, they kind of hit a plateau because getting from like intermediate to expert is like the really big leap. Right. That's like tedious. Um, but yeah, I can't even get to the, um, learning like a scale. (laughs) Well, this, this next one is one that I also, um, will not kid myself into thinking is going to happen (laughs) next year and it's drink less alcohol. Yeah. I know. Are you doing dry January though? I am. Is that a thing? Yeah, it's a thing. Oh, I try to dry out after. Is it a, your thing or is it a general thing? No, I think there's a lot of people that do it. Yeah. Cause it's like you, 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 the holidays, obviously, you know, everyone's shaking their head. No. Yes, it is dry January. No, I did a, my own personal, like, take a few months off. 
Yeah. And it happened January was one of those months by accident. No, I have friends who do it every January because it's oh. like you get you get all boozed up over the holidays and then you're you have the usually the worst hangover on New Year's Day. And then yeah. it's like, you know what? I'm gonna do 30 days of nothing. Yeah. Well, good good luck to you, sir. Thank you. Um, spend more time with family and friends. Oh, I really wish I could do this more. <laughs> so you started. You started with uh, an emotion that made it sound like you hated <sighs> that they would ask for your for your time at all. No, I just wish I could see them more. It's, yeah, that is one of the things that, that I find like having visited New York recently. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to hang out. Mm-hmm. I find that it's just so much difficult. Like, for instance, the other night I went out with uh, Jarrett Sleeper. We had a couple drinks. That guy, that yeah. old so and so. He's so fun to hang out with. Yeah, and every time I hang out with him, I'm like. We need to hang out more. This is so fun. But trying to hang out sometimes is such a pain because he lives on the other side of town. And right. I was like, man, if we were in New York, this would be so much easier because it's like I don't have to worry about how many drinks I'm having, right. what part of town I'm in because you can kind of get anywhere in like 20 minutes. Yeah. It's a way It's way more conducive to people being around each other, yeah. obviously. In Los Angeles, it's a schedule you have to make. You have yeah. to put friends in your schedule. I do. And, that's, and I find that to be tedious. True. Okay. So put that one on your list. I'm going to. Um, this one, Travel More, is just kind of my general one. Yeah. I mean, I get uh anxious if i'm in los angeles for too long of a stretch of time sure that makes sense and even if it's just like a road trip an hour outside of town it's like sure. i have to recalibrate palm springs palm springs <laughs> yeah. which is so exciting what's your other resolutions i mean those that pretty much encapsulates it honestly really? yeah i mean the other thing too is i just um i think i need to like carve out more daily writing time mm. because what ends up happening a diary with- Journal, Journal Jack, Journal January. No, 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 no. More like working on a project that I'm writing kind of time. Because I go in these spurts where like I'll write for an eight-hour stretch on a Saturday. But then you won't write for another two months. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not that, but it'll be like several days. Whereas I was like, you know, if I just squeezed out 90 minutes of quality writing every day, Mm -hmm. I would have written 40 novels. (laughs) Wouldn't (laughs) we all? All bestsellers. Yeah. Um, speaking about books and great things mm-hmm. and podcasts mm-hmm. and sex, uh, <laughs> all those things that we've covered already. Yeah, because we talked about sex now. Yeah, we? that's a resolution. <laughs> 2018. We have Corinne and Christina uh, from Guys We Fucked, which the is the Guys We Fucked podcast. Yeah, it's. Oh, yeah. I guess there's context that we has to We should say that there's a podcast which is very funny called Guys We Fucked, which you guys should check out. And the hosts are here. This is so exciting. And they came from New York. They literally just got off uh, a plane and are making time to uh, first stop in L.A., not too deep. Why not? That's what happens, guys. You land in Los Angeles and your first stop is a podcast. Yeah, we force you <laughs> to take no time to get yourself uh put back together. Instead, you have to come and talk to us about all the cool things that you're working on. So we're going to take a quick break and we come back. The guys we fucked, girls. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of Not Too Deep is sponsored by you guys. We need your help. I mean, emotionally yes i just need validation from you guys if you could be so kind if you enjoy this audio specific podcast and leave us a comment about how much you enjoy it or what you don't enjoy even um, well i mean sure i'll open that floodgate on the apple podcast app guys head over there give us a review a rating subscribe that way uh, it's easier for more people to find out what we're doing over here and to join in on our dumb um, and then that's the end of this segment of me asking you guys to do stuff over on the Apple Podcast app for Not Too Deep. Enjoy the rest of the podcast. 
Cool. We're with Corinne and Christina. Hi. Hi. Yay. We're just saying you guys literally just got off the plane and mm-hmm. came right here. Yeah. Um, are you doing other podcasts while you're in town? Can we yeah. lie to you? Yeah. Is it going to hurt your feelings? No. Okay. Oh, we are then. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Good. <laughs> Good. Celebrate. That's awesome. It's okay. <laughs> like Do you want to know which ones they are? There's yeah. only which, one podcast. Which podcast? It's literally like we went on a date and I'm like, are you dating around? <laughs> are you, well, are uh, we a thing? Yeah. Well, that's fun. Uh, so you guys started almost four years ago. And how did it, because you had a stage show together. Was that before or after the podcast? Well, we had a comedy duo and we have a comedy duo called mm-hmm. Sorry About Last Night. That's right. kind of the umbrella that all, that guys we fucked and everything else we've done is under. Okay. Um. So we were doing like local shows in New York under the title Sorry About Last Night. Okay. And then started the podcast, which also has a stage show. Um, but we just ended in New York the, the we did the last guys we fucked experience and now we're working on a new uh, tour called the Bridget Bishop tour and I just debuted that on there hope that's okay oh, yeah. exclusive yeah. exclusive Ooh, <laughs> even though this episode's <laughs> not airing till Christmas oh that's so we're, well that's when we're actually going to start embarking on the tour anyway oh, uh, right oh, after New Year's then timing, that's perfect then. Yeah. just now, for the record how yeah. did uh, the concept sorry about last night and guys we fucked start. Sorry about last night. I met Corinne. I interned for Corinne, basically. She interned at a talent management company called Lehman Entertainment, and I moved to New York so I could intern at SNL. Oh. But I didn't, like, nothing was confirmed. I'm like, I'm just gonna get it. So I'll just (laughs) work my way up. And, uh... (laughs) Yeah, and uh, my first internship was with at a at her ma- talent management company. Oh, very cool. She worked I at, didn't yeah. own it. I mean, I was just Wait, the assistant. There was three people. She was one of them. So. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, it was legit. And then, so you guys just got to talking, and then realized like we have similar senses of humor. It was a lot of me crying at my desk uh, <laughs> at 10 p.m. on Fridays, and a lot okay. of me new to New York City going. I just saw Chris Noth, and like I talked to him, and like he fought, I feel like he didn't want to be bothered. And she was like, "Yeah, I don't talk to celebrities." And me, Okay. (laughs) Give her the NYC rundown. Don't talk to anybody. Yeah, give her the tips. But then now you have like over 600,000 subscribers to the podcast, which is crazy. Yeah. And so it started as a way for you guys just to talk about experiences. We just wanted an excuse to interview the guys we fucked Mm because we wouldn't have had one otherwise. Really, truly. Like the fuck buddies that you still kind of think about. Like when he... You yeah. can't contact them out of the blue unless it's a fuck again. <laughs> or you have a podcast about it. So, right. And just to learn more about ourselves. And I think the, the, Corinne went through a pretty rough breakup. I was like, there was an impetus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like the breakup hurt around the world. It was yeah. me getting dumped in a Panera bread by the guy that I thought I was going to marry. Uh, uh, yeah. And he, you know. So a lot he, of tears. Man. I was on the birthright Israel trip. And like every every day he would send me an email being like, you're the one. I oh, miss you so much. My God. And then. And not too long after that, he was like, I can't do And this I would always anymore. say to her and oh, Frank, man. like, you guys are my idol couple. And it was just like, you know, oh, they man. were cute. And then when it was boom. good, it was good. And then it was bad. It was it's, very bad. But then they made a podcast. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Sadness turns into art. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. So have you had him on the podcast? Uh, no, but I did have to like legally clear a lot of things with him from the book and I have to say he was very nice about it he could mm-hmm. have made my life very difficult that's cool and basically you know he could have made me ha- had to rewrite the book wow so. sure. oh yeah because was this post when everything was all done 
uh, in the books like, yeah, like, process? Because it's weird. Legal is like weird because you write the whole book and, and then, then they then, tell you. And oh, then yeah. you send it to the person and they have to sign off on it. So we'd, we would have had to change a lot of because because he's a comedian too. So we, uh, it, it was it's traceable who he right, is. Right, right, right. So, okay, talk to me about that. Going from the podcast to writing a book and not only writing a book, but writing it together. Mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. was that process? Well, uh, we have very good uh, stage chemistry, and it turns out we have very good book chemistry because Corinne and I each separately sat down. We had agreed to this fancy ass outline that had like a lot of smart shit on it, sure. of, like the high Maslow's hierarchy of needs and shit. <laughs> wow. I don't even know. What, I know, and uh, and then when we both sat down in our apartments to write it, we just abandoned the outline completely <laughs> and wrote what the fuck we wanted to write yeah. and didn't tell each other. Cool. And then we came together, and it just so happened that uh, our sections were about different. Hers was about self-confidence, Corinne's, and mine was more about, like, anal orgasms and three ways. <laughs> so and it's a porn star ex-girlfriends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you okay. need confidence to do anal. That's yeah. A, that's so the that chapter of the came, book. comes before anal. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Anal takes confidence. Okay, so <laughs> the book is called Fucked Being Sexually Ex- Explorative and self-confident in a world that's screwed. Mm-hmm. That's great. I, Rolls that's right off the tongue. Great yeah. title. <laughs> I love it. But it came out in October. And then we, you guys have been on book tour or promo tour, all that for everything. A couple months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's that been? Fun. Yeah? It's a lot of, I, I was prepping myself to answer the same question 80,000 times. But I have, I don't know. I like, I like it. Well, here's a question I like asking about people. Because I've done book press tours and it's, you do you know the four or five questions that they're going to ask you in like a four minute window. And is there a question that was the worst one to have to answer? I mean, I think like how. What's it how- like being a female comedian? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know what's different? We get asked that fucking question all the <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. I'm with you. I always. <laughs> it Because it sounds when you don't want to answer it. It sounds like you don't being support <laughs> being a woman. Yeah. It's weird. It's like you, you're just stuck in this limbo of having to be like, I don't. Here are my tips for being a female in the world that is mostly men, but you can't, not really. You kind of can't win because yeah. you just want to be a comedian, right? You don't want to be. Well, but at the same right. time, you need yeah. to feel proud. We that, also right? have tits. You got to address that. I yes. mean, <laughs> do you? But but being my, my answer was always like being a woman in comedy is not really different in my experience than being a woman in the world. It's right. a pain in the ass all around. Right. Yeah. It's not like I don't find it to be. A, like extra. extra pain in the ass in right. comedy. Just equal pain in the ass. I used to think, I had this theory when people first started asking me that question that I was like, why is that um, like a disadvantage? I always thought I had a bigger advantage. you're unique. I agree. Because I'm not a white male in comedy, yeah. which is like a dime a dozen. No offense, Jack Ferry. But like, I used to <laughs> be like, it. no, this is, I actually have the advantage here. Yeah, you're different. Yeah, you're, you're right. set apart. You're, you're unique. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Um, you guys did a TED Talk. Yeah. How was that? That seems crazy. Overwhelming. Most nerve wracking thing that I rarely get nervous anymore. And I, but when it's like your, your intelligence is on the line, right. you're like, I got to make this sound really smart. I know. Yeah. We got the email when we were at a, a Halloween, her Nacho Bitches monthly comedy show at New York Comedy Club. It was uh-huh. the Halloween version. So I was in like a, you were in a Marilyn Manson, like very well thought out costume. <laughs> and I was in some fucking, I, I thought it was Ronald. It wasn't Ronald. I thought it was Ronald McDonald. Oh, no, it might 
might have been the trans Ronald McDonald. Yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> I forget. Uh, I was transgender Ronald McDonald. Okay, very and, progressive. Oh, I, thank you. <laughs> I forget what I was, but something dumb. And then I was like, Corinne, we just got asked to do a TED talk. And she's. I look over and her face is painted like a transgender Ronald McDonald. And it was just like, wow, what has this life come to? Of course, this is the moment that you find that out. In. I know. I was perfect. like, you were just as a, uh, Elaine from Seinfeld, I think. Right? Oh, I was. Okay. <laughs> I forget. Wow, that's a great I idea. I always do an SNL too. character or Elaine from Seinfeld. <laughs> you, Can you do like the funny dance? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, cool. You guys <laughs> should have done the TED Talk in those exact I know. costumes. I know. Uh, but that seems like choice. the most intimidating thing. Yeah. But you made it through. We did. And, and it wasn't half bad, I gotta say. I watched it we sometimes. We rode on the plane. When I need to. Really? <laughs> no, it was good. We it was real good. We spent a long time on that. We spent yeah. a long time. I think, Didn't we write it? Like, I think we polished it on the plane. But oh. I mean, I referred back to that like, when writing the book. Right. Yeah. And just when I need to give people some hot tips on living. I'm like, right. let me just watch send that the link. talk. <laughs> yeah. Here, watch my TED talk. Where did you guys, where did you record it? Uh, North Carolina. Okay. And what was the Chapel. audience primarily? NC Chapel Hill. Uh, the college. Kids, the kids. And old the people, kids. too. A 13-year-old snuck in. Oh, my God. This, <laughs> oh, she was. She had such anxiety, and she waited in line to say hi to us afterwards. And she oh. was like, my name's... I forget what the fuck her name was. She was so sweet. And I have a picture. I follow her on Instagram she's now. She's a sweetie pie. And she's like, I'm really scared to like talk to people, but listening to your podcast makes me not as scared. I'm like, oh, oh I love you. She, like, she lied to her dad yeah. to About get him she- to drive her there. She said, yeah, she's like, it's an educational day. I mean, which, <laughs> which wasn't is not true. Wrong. Was which it not true? true? Right. But <laughs> that's so sweet. She embraced, oh, I love her. Story. Yeah. So you guys have been traveling so much doing shows and TED Talks, etc. <laughs> Just one, but yeah. What's the fan interaction experience like, especially for a podcast that's so like sex positive, but also like very raw about things. Like oh, you must yeah. have people. No come bullshit. Up- no, sh- no small talk. <laughs> yeah. But the like- conversations are very raw. You, um, have, you must have people come up, ask you questions, explain stories about their lives that oh, yeah. you have to be ready to hear. Just vagina talk, no no <laughs> introduction. They just oh, go yeah. right into it. And wow. we get like recognized now like in New York City. And yeah. like, oh, last time we were here, remember we were the first off the plane. We went to a Mexican restaurant and this oh, yeah. girl was so high working at this <laughs> restaurant. She was like, are That's you, our fan base. Are you Corinne and Christina? I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but after the shows, it's really, because um, podcasts are a very one-way intimate relationship. Right. So they know you, but you don't know them. Uh, and I, the one thing that does, it's really, I love meeting people afterwards. They divulge a lot of shit. Yeah. Oh, at least two of, her after show where uh, they like start to tear up and they tell us they were raped and that's that's the part oh, that no no but it's like it's that's one of the a common email we get every day sure and I'm like I am so glad that all these fucking creepy motherfuckers are being outed as oh, rape and like, yeah cr- not all rapists but like sexually perverse sexual and, predators yeah mm-hmm. yeah because we've known that it's been this common for right. four years well it's, it's a secret that I, I I kind of in our podcast description I wrote like it's oh it's to reveal this epidemic that literally every woman in America already knew I about know. right mm-hmm. yeah that, we've been like shouting about it but you know it's pretty bonkers. Yeah. Do you, do you feel like um, pressure though when you, when they talk to you about that? Because it's such a delicate mm-hmm. thing to talk about. Uh, I mean, it's not so much pressure. Just don't talk to them like they're 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 a wounded puppy yeah. or, or you know what I mean. Because just that's listen. Not, really, that feel good. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. the key to mo- to most of the podcasting is is talk at the beginning and then I just listen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Because it's weird. Because it. I I've been saying for a while like I've never been raped. I've never been sexually assaulted, but I kind of have. 
And I like guess I didn't put it in that category. Yeah, I mean, especially living in New York City, you handle a lot of stuff that you just kind of block out You're because like, it happens constantly. Yeah. Sure. It's like so it's in your head, unfortunately, you like normalize it as like yeah. this isn't outrageous behavior that I haven't experienced before. But then yeah. when you get space and you think back, you're like, that's not that cool. That's fucked up, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When the Me Too hashtag was going around, I was like, I don't even feel comfortable because all I've had to do is like elbow a hard cock out of my way during yeah. the subway commute. And then I'm like, wait, that's not... Not that's just not, a that Tuesday. shouldn't be part of right. your subway commute. Exactly. Grand, exactly. Yeah. Uh, which is so bonkers. Is there any episode that hasn't made it to air? No. No. Even ones that I really didn't think would. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's ones that. There's one that I was like, that's, we're not going to use that, right? And Corinne's like, yeah, let's do it. We're Corinne and the guests basically like. I've had a few fights. Uh, really? On the podcast. But I mean, that's one of our most. The one that Christine thought wasn't there is one of the ones that we get approached about the most. What was the context? Um, <sighs> this is the comic. Uh, his name is JC Knows Best. And okay. he does not know best as it turns out. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but he was fighting himself <laughs> with shit that. Uh, his own hangups that he didn't want to be honest with and he was kind of projecting them onto Corinne and Corinne mm. was like, no, 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 and kind of called bullshit right away. Yeah, but oh, that's cool. I hate when people fight. I don't know why. Oh, I'm just like, I can't. I don't like conflict. And I'm just like, it's fine, guys, right? It's fine. Let's talk about something else, right? I don't, uh. <laughs> well, he just came on to gaslight me and it was frustrating because he had such a, a really interesting story that I wanted him to share. And oh. then he came on as some kind of weird wrestling character. Oh, no. I mean, not an actual yeah. wrestling, but in the way that it's just a character that I I've never met before, even though we've been friends for years. And Yikes. I was angry, disappointed, felt like he was disrespecting us and like wasting our time. Yeah. It's just like you had a great story. What the hell are you talking about right now? So he came in thinking it was like comedy bang bang or something? He was doing a character? I mean, no, he he didn't think it was. I mean, he just came in and was uh, like, I'm going to just gonna make bullshit. waves however I want to, even though. Oh, he's trying to upstage you. I mean, basically. he wouldn't be honest yeah, with us. He was putting on uh, an act. It was I weird. I just didn't really get it. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing, too, because podcasts, it's an, not a comedy show necessarily, but you guys must have to balance being lighthearted, but also being honest and sure. having like a safe forum to talk about things. Yeah. At least you have each other, which is nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm it sure that nice. you guys have a like unspoken system of yeah. like wrangling each other or like handling yeah. guests. We have like, we, we have a twin language, I think. You know how oh, twins really? have like a secret language? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can Weird. talk with our eyes. We do it all the time on our stage show. Really? Like to know <laughs> when to wrap it up. We'll or to say do the that. same like 20 word sentence yeah. at the same time. It's well, very, we're like cool. show up in the same app. Like that's why when we go shopping, we, <gasps> we have to, do. we have to Let go shopping together so that we don't buy the same shit. Yeah. Oh. We did that yesterday before yeah. we came. Good yeah. for you guys. That's <laughs> some good planning. Some yeah. good prep. Uh, well, we have a fun game we want to play with you guys and then we also have questions from twitter that lots of people have very oh, cool. specific questions um <laughs> i'm excited That's well sweet. maybe let's do the twitter questions first and then we'll get into the game that if, sounds good if we have them because people okay here's one right here from jess 10 <laughs> frn oh. would you rather put your feet in a tub of mayo or ketchup so very sex positive question <laughs> ketchup all the way ketchup okay yeah. Uh, I prefer eating mayo, but I would also rather put my feet in ketchup. Okay. Really? Right. Why? Uh, there's I don't want to ruin mayo with my feet in it. <laughs> <laughs> and also, but ketchup can go fuck itself. Yeah. <laughs> Mayonnaise looks gross. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Yeah, Just but it mayo. tastes delicious. And it's also, I think, a tub of mayonnaise has a specific texture and like aeration. And, and it's just like gel. Yeah, smelly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It would be smelly. But it's just egg whites. 
Yeah, I refuse to look up all the ingredients in mayo. <laughs> okay, the next question is from Mel's screensaver. I saw fart. Christine yeah, was, was like, excited. Yes! Fart she loves fart. She wrote a whole chapter about farting. Oh, man. What about it? Farting and relationships, how each couple has a unique fart arc. Oh, oh, of like when you become comfortable. Yeah. Oh, that's And the girl so always true. holds out the lip, you know, I, I, yeah. That's, that's very, very true. Very, we need a, farting gender equality, I yeah. think, is the key. What's your um, fart arc normally? Four months. Four Whoa, months is like right away. Time. Yeah, but not as had, long as mine, which is never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she won't let her boyfriend take a shit in her house. Really? Uh, well, no, he, I mean, he, she I, discouraged. I, I saw the remnants, but I do discourage it. <laughs> Uh, poopery, not sponsored, <laughs> will change your life in relationships and uh, oh, really? shooting. Because I, I have a, a little cute hipster-ass tin of matches on my back. And no oh, one uses them when they take a shit in my place. But that's smart. But see, the poopery, I've become obsessed with it. It's fantastic. However, it doesn't really mask the idea that someone just took a shit because you just smell poopery why, now. Yeah, because exactly. why would you spray the poopery if you didn't poop? But that's fine. Yeah. I, it's better I, I don't to smell want, that. I still don't want to <laughs> smell your poop. Yeah, fair. While we get these (laughs) tweets, uh, I'm actually really curious about this. This is fact or fiction. So Jack's going to ask you guys some, which you probably have heard a billion times over, just some common held beliefs that uh, men might have about women in terms of like sexuality and relationships, et cetera. And you can like either confirm them as true or denounce them as myth. Okay. All right, here we go. Idea number one. Men are attracted to physical appearance, but women are attracted to wealth and power. Myths. If that was the case, I'd be living in like a mansion. (laughs) I mean, more like talents. It's like I would like half confirm it. I think men are more aesthetically triggered. Mm, Okay. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. You You just triggered me, girl. (laughs) I worked. uh, I don't know if you heard I gave a TED talk. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She's qualified. Uh, cool. Uh, so idea number two, women who spend a lot of time together will eventually have their menstrual cycles sync up. I'm on my period now, are you? Uh, no, but I just finished it. So it's like we tag teamed. <laughs> so Tapped you out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a good balance. So fact, I'd say. I think that's true. I mean, I've heard that it's true. Yeah. I don't understand I've how that I've synced up with all my roommates. I've heard that that's the moon's totally mysterious, a myth. guys. I've heard that it was totally a myth. Wow. My, my... Three, ga- three gals against one guy. Okay. So. Fair enough. <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe you're right. No, my. I, I mean, I, you would know better than me. I, that is very true. I co-host a, a stand-up show, a monthly show, with the, uh, my friend who also has a podcast with my boyfriend. So she's always over my house, and we have the exact same, and we go really? insane the exact same time. But I think it's also like, because uh, she, she is she on the pill or no? No. See, that's why it's. Oh. I'm on the pill, so it's harder, I think, for it to be affected by other people in yeah. my life you're because it's more, always going to come the same time. It's regulated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, that it makes sense. That makes sense. Okay, idea number three is women need to feel an emotional connection with someone before wanting to have sex with them. Myth. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Obviously. Think, I Myth mean, in my personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> an emotional connection yeah. to your dick. That's it. <laughs> All right, cool. Number four. Men think about sex more often than women do. That's myth. False. Myth. Denounce. I feel like that's tough to judge because, you know, you'd have to be both in order to say, oh, yeah, now that I'm a woman, now I can say I think about sex more or less. You know what I mean? Well, I think the stereotype is that men are always thinking about sex. And I think the lesser stereotype is that women don't think about it. I know. Yeah, Yeah. that's definitely untrue. Yeah, Yeah. that's, yes. Which seems to me like a big foundation of your guys' podcast is like explaining how much women think about this or talk about it or don't talk about it. Well, why do you think that that's such a prevalent myth, though? 
Because because of the whole slut shaming thing, if mm-hmm. like if mm-hmm. like, you talk about sex and you like sex from when you're in middle school and high school and you hear about oh Jocelyn had sex with somebody, you know they're a slut and then the right. guy is yeah, is but if the Matt, man. If you hear about Matt getting yeah, sex, it's he's, like, he's good for him getting puss, yeah, yeah. yeah like, they, like society wants women to look very sexual all the time, but and then not actually it. have sex. Right. Yeah. So like, if that makes sense, it's, yeah. So no, a huge totally contradiction. Do you have you guys ever thought about doing like high school tours? Not how, well, we thought about college. Co- Honestly, yeah. I think uh, high school would be really. I would love to do that. I, mean, I think like middle school. I think start. Yeah. I think the key fucking is kindergarten. Start, fucking yeah. kindergarten. <laughs> yeah, just talk to pregnant women. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> talk to their baby. Cup bumps. up to your belly. Yeah, <laughs> no, but I think that would be so helpful because. You in middle school and high school, like the, your only uh, influence in the world of sex is your peers, and then like and um, that's not any help. a teacher that might be some sort of like fringe uh, professional of whatever the health department is that you have. But a lot of times, the, the teachers themselves are they struggling with issues that, right. that kind of come off in their lesson, and you don't right. realize it until later. And when exactly, you think, yeah. um, no one that I've known had, that has had sex at in middle school and or high school had the sex that has covered female orgasm. Because it has nothing true. to do with pregnancy. Yeah. That's true. So that's fucked definitely up. true. But that's why I'm like, you guys could brand yourselves as I... these like really cool women that go school to school and actually like create conversations that don't exist in high schools. Did you have sex ed when you were in high school in New Jersey? Yeah, but it was just like it's all like how to not to get preg- STDs, don't right? get pregnant. Yeah, how not to get pregnant. Yeah, but yeah. not even like that. They just had sheets of like, uh, here's a penis. Here you have to fill in all the parts of it. Yeah, like oh, like, where in Jersey are you from? I got south the same Jersey? sheet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah oh, I'm from Union. Okay. Yeah, so I'm more south. Northern. But it was like you had to learn what the reproductive organs were, yeah. not how they worked, and so that was why it was like more of a science class than a it was class. yeah i remember yeah. like oh that's the vas deferens yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i still don't know what that still is don't even or know what where. that is but it's, some, it's somewhere yeah we were exactly. Corinne and i just had a conversation a week ago that and I, the words out of my mouth were what's the hole called that hugs the tampon yeah yeah <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't good yeah we were a book that's the clinical term I yeah, think. yeah but that's a very like a poetic hole. way to ask that question <laughs> We learned that's a lot awesome. from that new cartoon, Big Mouth. That's where we learned oh my God. Oh, all about show. our own vaginas Nick that Curls. we've already had. I haven't. Yeah. I learned a lot from that episode of Friends where Monica's giving the numbers and teaching Chandler. <laughs> remember when she's yep. like seven, seven, seven? I don't remember this. It's an iconic scene. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you can Google it. It's uh, really I great. It's up there with Smelly Cat. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Oh, I know Smelly Cat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are they feeding you? <laughs> All right. Idea number five. Women prefer sweet, fruity, alcoholic beverages. <laughs> no, I love whiskey on the rocks. Really? Baby. Oh, yeah. me I like too. Vodka on the rocks is my new drink. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You girl. Classic. I got to cut to the chase, but also cut calories. <laughs> no, I'm vodka soda, but then I at home. Now just do vodka on the rocks. So right? like, who am I trying to kid by adding seltzer in here? I don't need that's not a flavor I enjoy it's just specifically. Between me and me. Exactly. I, I will also say I'm uh, going to Mexico for the Thanksgiving week, and I'm looking forward to all the fruity alcoholic beverages Dude, I'm going to be drinking. Margaritas yeah. in Mexico Woo. are the best margaritas I've ever had in my life. So good, so good. But just the hangovers are so bad from the those sugar. Pretty drinks. bad. Yeah, oh, I agree bad. with that. But you know, <laughs> you know but they taste so good. When I first started drinking, I would only drink like white wine, and I would have the worst hangovers Ooh, of my life sure. and then I would uh, got into vodka sodas and I was like these are great no sugar and then like every now and then when I go to someone's wedding it's like champagne and white wine and it's still the worst hangover yes. that I ever have yes. champagne is the worst yeah I it's a headache in a bottle ex- in my experience alright idea number six last one uh, women are hyper emotional and love drama 
No, false. I have. I don't. I don't even remember the last time I experienced an emotion. <laughs> hyper, I'm hyper emotional. I don't love drama though. Right, Chris. You know, mm-hmm. almost drove us off a cliff, and I was like, "We're gonna She's drive like, off oh, a cliff." That you're gonna push that recycling can't. Uh, I feel like off the cliff. panicking wasn't going to add to it, so I wanted to calmly alert her. There you go. That's helpful, though. We're here, aren't we? I'm going to go down a mountain <laughs> and, and, and scoop up some lady's glass and Do put you, it back in her can. Do that was you a fun guys day. Uh, watch reality TV? <laughs> yes. <Are> no. <laughs> TLC, non-stop. So really? I'm very into Impractical Jokers right now, which I know is oh. technically a prank show, not a reality show, but I mean, it's reality prank sure i can't stop my 600 pound life i have like 10 minutes of my act is about this show <laughs> yeah a lot of her acts i haven't reality. gotten into that one yet i went down the catfish hole the other day oh, and i good. was like I, where have i been it's so good it's so good and i was watching naked and afraid last night oh, I that show that how it exists blows my fucking yeah. mind that that i wrote a sketch for i forget what it was but it was it was for some packet or whatever but i was like because that show is so ridiculous it's and an, i was unreal. like for the makers of naked and afraid it's dating inside you where couples had to <laughs> do things while inside each other (laughs) god i know but it's such a bizarre show yeah it doesn't make sense to me um all right well we have our twitter questions but we got back up and we're going back to the farts this is from sahada brianna and it's if you could fart any song what song would you choose someone like you by adele Um, that would break me having an emotional connection to that song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's so funny. See, I, w- I was going to go with a Suzanne Vega, Tom's Diner, because I feel like I could really get the beat out. Oh, I don't know that song. Good bass. Oh, yeah, that's good. It's more of an oldie. I really dated myself with that answer. No, it's a classic. I also like that they used the medical mask emoji after this. Because you don't want to smell that fart. You don't yeah, smell that fart. I you want to hear it though. A medicinal thing. I think we have <laughs> one more question. Okay, have you sent your nudes to Facebook yet? Lollipop. <laughs> nah. Was this? A I've to never do? taken a nude. I've taken lots of nudes, but I didn't send them to Facebook. I would never Although, do that. It kind of suggests <laughs> that from you Ontario. do nowadays because it, like it gives you all the options of photos you've taken throughout the day when you log onto Facebook. And yeah. you're like, do you want to put this up? I'm like, absolutely Shut not. Up, Facebook. Wait, how my does right that? I don't, see, I don't use Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> it connects to your phone, so it sees yes, like in it real has time. access to your photos. Meaning, if you upload a photo <laughs> right. from That's your phone, dangerous. It's like, it's do like, you want to make a slideshow of today? <laughs> no, I do not. <laughs> Absolutely Every angle not. of your pussy for a new album. <laughs> that seems totally, you totally dangerous. It is. It's just body yeah. parts and then screenshots of tweets my boyfriend sent that made me mad. <laughs> for later use. But see, <laughs> that, that would outrage everybody, those two things. <laughs> that makes me think that everyone can hack all of our stuff all the time. They can. So someone at Facebook is seeing all the photos they that are. you are connected to oh. without yeah. uploading no. them. They definitely That's, are. Do you guys put tape? over your cameras on your computers? No, but I saw that in the, that Edward Snowden movie with Joseph Gordon-Love and I was like, oh, I should probably start doing that. I, and I never did. I do it. Right. I mean, I know we don't want to get too deep, but like Give him a I big mean, butthole shot. When you talk about things in front of your phone, I mean, you notice like if you talk through the, the, yeah, uh, about but, products, the ads come up later. Oh yeah, yeah all the suggested true. ads are creepy. completely di- uh, connected and it's very bizarre. Yeah, it's your ex- microphone. Yeah. I did an experiment with that actually. I put my uh, TV onto a Spanish language channel and left my phone there and went for a walk 
and then all the ads on Instagram for the rest of the day no were in Spanish. Way. Really? Yes. Yo, that is creepy. No one's yeah, is anyone gonna call them out on hell. that or not? Are we accidentally that's, agreeing to this and well, not reading the fine print? <laughs> don't use an Alexa or any of those devices because like my digital assistants. Yeah. My yeah. friend Jocelyn, her brother worked for Google and he was like, these are the easiest things for someone to hack into. And yeah, so she was I've like, heard. don't use them. So they sit quietly in a closet. In my house, like old Furbies that people. <laughs> oh my god! Equally, equally creepy. Yeah, we but had. But they didn't listen to your conversations and give them to I, big companies, but though. I think they do because they learn words from you. We learned yeah, this the other day. Did oh, Furbies didn't yeah. sell that shit to like Mattel. How do we well, know? Or How do we know? Just nothing. Because there was no ads. I agree with you. I just really love my Furby. <laughs> <laughs> You're a Furby apologist. I re- yeah, 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 it's true. Um, okay, I'm gonna ask you girls the two questions I ask every single guest that comes on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first one is who, alive or dead, would you most want to throw cold spaghetti at? Andy Warhol. Oh. Ooh. I feel like he would just be very unfazed by it or uh, think it was way more inspiring than it actually was. <laughs> yeah. That's that a good would answer. be amazing. <laughs> Courtney Love. I just want to see what she'd do afterwards. <laughs> she'd eat it. She'd, yeah. Yeah, she'd, she'd be like, thanks, bitch. Or you're, like, you're my new best friend or I'm going to kill you. I love yeah. her. Either way. It's, I work, used to work at Apple and she called once in customer service and she was like, someone's trying to steal my husband, Kurt Cobain. Uh, he's dead, though. Uh, his social security <laughs> number. And I'm like, Really? Oh my God. I don't know how I'm going to help you with this bitch. Did you see that video clip that came out of her from like uh, the early 2005 about Harvey? Yes. Did you see that? Yes. It was like everyone thinks Courtney's a joke. But look at that. She predicted. But no. she and also is speaking out about it yeah. without like regard. It was so cool. I was like, God, she is just cool. Yeah, she's yeah. cool. She threw something at Madonna. Whole. And she also yeah. I remember she was eating backstage and she's like, women should eat. And that these are just like little Courtney love moments that have stayed in my mind throughout the years. Yeah, yeah. just uh, she might be the perfect woman. And yeah, we're not recognizing her. it. No, she. it's very true. And Hole is a great band. Hole is oh, such yeah. a good band. Oh, really good. Okay, uh, the other question I ask every single guest is to tell us your worst pants-shitting story or close call, but you can only use three words or three small phrases. So mm-hmm. mine is college jogging front lawn. Internship. Ooh. Uh-oh. Ugh. Right after my boss has left for a casting session. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Had to go home. Okay. Mine is roommate's hogging bathroom, souvenir glass, and mop. <laughs> And what was the last one? Enema. Enema. <laughs> oh, God. Those help you when you're constipated, though. Sometimes too much. I've never tried an enema before. It's great. Is it? <laughs> See, I have stomach problems, so. Mine was, good to know. My, for, but I mean, for me, the anxiety of using the enema made me poop before I even used the enema. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you gave yourself so a mental enema. Proceed with free. Yeah. <laughs> mental enema. Proceed with caution. That's a good name for a podcast. Mental enema. Right? Uh, uh, we have a This is Curious as well. Oh, This is Curious is uh, basically we go through um, your social media. We find oh. something that you've posted that's, yes. that we That's a good we segment. We find <laughs> curious oh, and no. would love just any context for. I'm so Corinne, this scared. picture of your pussy. Oh, okay. this is great. This is easy. This is okay. easy. This is from Corinne. It's a tweet that says a dog just sniffed my asshole <laughs> and that, my friends, is how we do airport safety in America. <laughs> I got a lot of light. This is right before Halloween. Yeah. Okay. What happened? Uh, what? We were just, I <laughs> mean, going. I, I, we were going <laughs> and then you tweeted this at Four oh, Arizona. AM. Oh, it was right after Doug Stanhope. 
Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I well, you know what? I, I probably thought of it on the plane and then put it into my phone and then forgot about it. And then when I was drunk, uh, was like, got to got to air this one. <laughs> Can't let the people yeah. not get this. one. You ever one. sit around wasted and you're like, let me look at my old notes and uh, oh. tweet one of these gems. Yeah, yeah, I gotta let the world know. Well, it, it just seemed there was a lot of dog sniffing when you could just use your, you know observe right behavior a little bit better than a dog sure <laughs> sniffing the crotch and butt so that was part of like the tsa pat down was a dog sniffing you yeah i mean because they, they walk the dog through the line now when yeah. you're waiting to get your id oh, check that's why i don't carry weed i'm not carry on no more that makes sense uh, out here at lax they have a dog sniffing um beagle and it's Aww, adorable it's like the bed bug dog the what oh There's roscoe a bed- roscoe in oh, new york love city roscoe. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. He's I don't know if he's gotten that much work, but he <laughs> is so cute that you forget that he's looking for drugs and oh. you forget to have that panic moment of like, oh my god, what's on me? Because then Dude. he gets to you and you're like, oh right, he's looking for drugs on me because no, you just want to pet him. Bombs. He's not looking for drugs. Well, no, I had like- very smelly weed one time in Miami, uh, and the dog, the cop yelled at the dog for even going near my bag, and I was really? like, whoa, oh wow, wow. Ooh. Yeah, it sucks because I got a lot of weed in there. I'll just a lot of drugs in that But bag. also Miami, I feel like they got a lot of stuff that comes through. Yeah. Yeah. Also, I just can't imagine Cocaine. that the dogs are sniffing for weed. Because right. I smelt the weed. Everyone would get in trouble. Standing right. up outside the bag. <laughs> yeah, can't you fly with weed? Is that allowed now? I don't I even mean, know it's not. Anymore. It's not because you're transporting drugs over state borders. I've looked it up. But uh, uh, no one seems to give a shit. I've had TSA... I've had edibles in my checked luggage and then they just put the, hey, we checked your bag over the edibles and they don't take them. And I was like, you could have taken them. Wow. Well, times are changing. Um, Okay, we have, uh, I think, Christina, this is curious. It's a tweet (laughs) um, that says, when I'm on the cover of Paper Magazine, it's going to be a photo of the inside of my cervix. (laughs) Yeah, I mean that with all my heart. (laughs) I mean that. Because, like, how intense can we go? Like, how sexy can we go? Let's just go up the cervix. How sexy can we go? Like, if you really want to be inside me, have a picture of it. Okay. You're not going to jerk off to it because it's not attractive, but... (laughs) That's what's in there. I mean, and that's art is creating conversations. Yeah. I love yeah. the reply you got from Jacob Bell. Yeah. Dilated or regular? And oh, then yeah. you responded, probs regular. Yeah, I want to do a preg it. Preg- yeah. <laughs> Jacob's a regular on our Twitter. Also, do you want a really fun, weird observation? Uh, both of these tweets you used had exactly 158 likes. Whoa. That's Whoa. very strange. Illuminati. That's very strange. Crazy. Illuminati confirmed. The devils and everything. Oh, Just kidding. Wow. I don't know. I, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just like doing that voice and freaking people out. It's intense. That's yeah. quite a voice. I do it on stage a lot. <laughs> What's the interaction uh, on social media with being in a like a just talking so much about sexuality and relationships and stuff like that. It's good. I mean, when it's bad, I just mute them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I don't want to see that shit. And the one thing, like we we did it, we did a an interview with Jenny McCarthy yesterday morning, and and oh, I was yeah. gonna post the picture because right. we fucking. Like the three of us had like the best conversation. She's really cool. She's so really fucking funny. Cool. And she was for me the first example of, oh, you could be like a hot chick and goofy and gross. That is amazing. Yeah. And so, and last time we did her show, she was, uh, it was V, she was like calling in from Chicago. And yeah. I posted about it and someone just like 10 people yelled at me as if I was trying to convince everybody not to give their kids vaccines because it caused autism. I'm like, okay. Just because about she that. talked about that on her show. Yeah, yes. and so I, we took a picture with her yesterday and I posted it and I was like, I should disable comments, right? And then I didn't. 
And then my friend Molly Austin texts me and goes, I'm sorry for calling your fans like butthole sheep, but I just had to. I love Jenny McCarthy. And I was like, oh, no. What did they and oh, say? They were, I didn't even look at them because I didn't want to get mad. Yeah. Because that, that's... Because when you talk to me as if I'm the person that's fucking doing that or like making it about you, right? It pisses me off in a way that I. It's just better for me not to see it. And yeah, because you don't. All they want is your response. Yeah, and that. And then I, I want to give it to them because they made me real mad. So and they don't deserve it. So then I just have leave. you ever? Because I've been guilty of this. Had a moment of weakness, whether like you know, influenced by alcohol or whatever means <laughs> that you have interacted with someone and that you regretted later online. I remember I got so mad one night years ago about this girl that said, I can't remember what she said, something on Tumblr and I like reblogged it and was like, you seem fun or something. And then all right. these people went to her and like tried to be mean to her and she like oh, deleted sucks. all of her stuff and I was like, I felt so bad about it afterwards. You yeah, seem like fun like, is not... Like the, you sent the attack no. dogs on her? And but without, it's just like... It was stuff that she was saying. I remember just being like, I can't, I don't like that someone has this opinion of me because this is counterintuitive to everything you try and build online. Yeah. Totally. And so it's just like, I don't like that this goes like seemingly unnoticed kind mm. of thing. And then afterwards I was like, oh, I could have just let that go. My ego got in the way. Yeah, nah, I retweet that shit right away. If they say <laughs> really? gross shit, I'm like, have at them, Twitter. Oh, somebody had texted me from a... um what the fuck? Someone was calling me from a number and it was, and calling your they, actual phone. Yeah. Like my a- cell phone. They kept calling and calling and I, I answered and I was like, who is this? And he's, he's, and they were like, who the fuck is this? And they were being an asshole to me. And I, and I was, just, I tweeted out their number. I was like, <gasps> well, this guy, he said something really fucking rude to me. And I was like, okay. And then I, I, uh, I tweeted out his number and I, and I don't regret that even a little bit. And now Did, he doesn't have that number anymore. Nope. <laughs> Did he know it was you that he was trying to call? I have no idea. He might've, we used to do a prank call. We did do a prank call segment in our touring show. And uh-huh. for the first couple of times I used my actual cell phone number. Ooh, Whoops. that seems Dumb dangerous. Mistake. Yeah. So, uh, it could have very well been somebody. Oh, that, that had been, got it. But either way, it. like, don't, don't do that to me. Like I, but instead of blocking his number, I tweeted it out and I'm very happy with that decision. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That makes sense. Corinne, have you ever had like an interaction that you're like, uh. I mean, I've had lots of terrible interactions and tweets that other people yeah. probably think I shouldn't have sent out, but I <laughs> I have no regrets about them. She truly um, don't give a shit. It's I, great. Yeah, I disabled my Instagram comments though. I did because I just either whether it's negative stuff or positive stuff, like I don't want to hear I don't want to hear a yes queen just as much as I don't want to hear uh you gain weight. You know, I don't want to hear either oh, of them. Neither. I thought you'd be pretty. I was like, I just think I think whatever I think about myself and I don't need sure. outside influences. The, one of the worst comments <clears throat> is you look tired. Take a break. And it's like, oh, are you from, sick? You like, look 14. tired. And it's like That's... from teenagers. It's like, like, AKA you don't have makeup on. So your real like, yeah. face is awful. <laughs> I'm running an empire. I am tired. Okay. <laughs> Do you Sorry, I got a book and a TED talk and a little. Yeah. Say that to Oprah. <laughs> Yo, Oprah crushes it, man. I don't know how the fuck she does it. She is. And how she doesn't go like famous people like that. How do you not lose your shit? Like, what if Oprah could say whatever the fuck she wanted with no repercussions? I bet, uh, I yeah, bet I some fun shit would come out of her mouth. I would love to learn what she's super opinionated on behind yeah. closed doors. Yeah. She can't express that shit. No. Uh, you know. Because when you ex- when you have too many opinions, you're never going to get to Oprah level. I know. True. Well, Val True. knows her, right? Doesn't Val is <gasps> filming her Weight Watchers commercial, yeah. but it's like Yo. not known kind of thing. Oh, uh, should I not have said cool that? She's cool as hell. <laughs> They're coming she, for you now. Damn it. No. <laughs> Are there people or a person online either in the podcasting world or comedy world that you guys are obsessed with that you haven't met yet or worked with yet that's like goal 
list. Beyonce, but that's <laughs> different. Podcasting. All of us. Hmm. Or even just comedy or in like any sort um, of collaborative. Well, Attell, I think for you, right? Well, David, yeah, David but we Tell. know him now. Yeah. I mean, he gave we us know, a quote for the collaborate. Oh, that's collab- cool. Yeah, he did give us a quote. I don't know that I would want to collaborate. His quote was, I smell a hit. <laughs> Uh-huh. I mean, it's not my favorite quote. It's no, not right. nothing. Yeah, Great. it's amazing. Yeah. Well, he emailed us back. I asked him, I was like, can you give us a quote? And he's like, oh man, can't wait to read it. I smell a hit. And I was like, cool. Can you give us a quote? He's like, because I saw him the next day. He's like, did you get my quote? I'm like, oh, that was your quote. <laughs> Great. Great. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I think right now I'm obsessed with uh, Impractical Jokers and then also Guy Fieri. <laughs> Have you ever eaten in his restaurant in yes. Times Square? Uh-huh. It's the with most- Paris and Greenbaum. <laughs> it's so confusing. Yep. Oh, really? Is it's- it still open? I'm so I hungry. mean, I went there like Two years ago and eight. They have like Italian nachos. They're like, we're gonna throw a meatball on the nachos. <laughs> and you're like, what? It's basically like stoner food. Yeah. And oh, you're like, I'm yeah. a genius, but he's Whoa. trying to be like, look at I how cool go and like innovative I am with food. And it's just gross. Like yeah. it's just gross and excessive. It's excessive, and it's also like the titles are very punny. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> really? Oh, I love puns for it's menu titles. Kind of cringy. Yeah. But also- I I mean I loved every moment of it. <laughs> I love garbage food. I mean, I love very nice food too, but I also love like a, a tr- what I call trailer cuisine. Oh, so yeah, yeah. I mean my favorite thing. Like- you guys should try to get Guy on the an episode. Do you think he would do it? I mean, I think yeah. Oh, hey, what else him? has he got going on? No, but our, we're friends with celebrity with celebrity chef Justin Warner, and so it's we're oh. one degree from Guy Fieri. Is yeah, Justin friends yeah. with Guy? Yes, oh, they work fuck. together. I saw it on Manifest Instagram. It. I feel Manifest like you could get Anthony Bourdain on. He likes talking uh, about. Sex. He's too hot, though. I'd be distracted. Oh. <laughs> I'm very into Anthony Bourdain. Damn. <laughs> Yo, who would want if I a husband who could cook? Man, oh, that's know? my dream. Yeah, True. great house husband. Um, well, one of the one part of this episode was talking about resolutions, and you guys are starting a new tour, tour mm-hmm. in the beginning of the year. Do yes. you have or have you thought about still early? I guess any resolutions for twenty eighteen? I have uh, to to not use hyperbolic language so often. Oh, and saying and being dramatic, being dramatic about things, and saying like that was the word when it like it wasn't the word. <laughs> we need to. I, I we've we've like redefined words, or I at least I have. I'm mm. guilty of it, and so I'm trying to. Learn new adjectives. Writing the book really taught me that I say shitty a lot and awesome a lot. That's educational. Did you guys voice an audio book? Yes, we did. Yes. That was fun. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, there's a couple sections that were weird to read out loud. About like right when you re- like my read- pussy and, <laughs> and then like my my mom or each of our moms wrote a portion and oh, and then I my great. mom's was a little dark and so my follow up to that I couldn't I fucking it took me twenty minutes to read a page because I kept I'm like and then she- <laughs> oh wow I don't think I'd be able to do that yeah yeah that's fun I'm glad we we recorded it though. Corinne, do you have any resolutions? For- I was trying to think. I mean, they're usually really boring standard ones like stop eating Taco Bell three times a week. <laughs> uh, Why though? I mean, for me, it's probably like uh, frame the pictures that you have next to your couch for a year oh, and a half. I know. Very oh. simple. I have problems so like busy. big things I can get done, like write a book. No problem. Yeah. But like 
clean your, your bathroom. Clothes away. That's not going to happen. No, no way. <laughs> my dog has eaten. Thank God we have an underwear sponsorship. Like my dog has eaten all my underwear. <laughs> really? <laughs> he loves underwear. Does your dog and eat that's underwear? That's why we wear no. me undies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> only really comfy. Only some dogs do it, but I was blessed with one that does. Congrats. And then you just like sh- see him like shitting out pa- pandas and you're like, what is this? Like, yeah, oh, panda pattern. God. All that stuff. Sun- got to see a panda me undies. Oh, underwear. God. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Well, likes them. Well, God bless the sponsorship. <laughs> Hell yeah. Great collaboration. <laughs> I know. Um, are there, because now you do live shows and the podcast and the book. Are there other iterations that you guys are working on in like the creative world? Are you yeah. dropping a mixtape? What's going yes. on? Yes. Who the fuck How'd told you, know? you know. We got an inside scoop. Uh, yeah, we're yeah. working on other things. And the new touring show, are you still figuring out where it's going to go? Or is it still is it still in the works, like, uh, scheduling-wise? Uh, we're going to be in, San, so far, San Francisco, South Carolina. Denver. Uh, I don't know where else. The, those are, It'll come together. Where, where, can people, where can people find information on it's it? It's sorryaboutlastnightcomedy.com slash tours. There you go. And then that's everything. And then also just like follow us on social media. We'll, we'll, put, that in, we'll put that in the show night. notes and like the metadata so people can Perfect. just click on it. Yeah. Really Thank easy. you. Yeah. But we're More coming metadata. to the end of the podcast, but we wanted to give you guys gifts for being um, here and taking time. Um, and Diane's going to bring them out to you guys right now. They're tailored just for I was like, you. is it a puppy? Oh, no. They're tailored? Oh is this like a onesie this... of your face, Grace? I will say that I made them. Um, you made them? It didn't go as well as I thought it was going to go. <laughs> oh, I love shitty crap. I love shitty crap. <laughs> so, and you one of them got... Is? That's really nice. And one of them got dirt on it somehow. Oh, my God. <laughs> you made this? Yeah. Oh, my and God. My printer ran out of ink, so your dog's face is blue. <laughs> <laughs> Grace oh, no. is amazing. Oh, oh my! You guys oh, wait, got we switched. switched. You got switched. Oh, <laughs> so mine's like the actual Beyonce. <laughs> yeah, yours is the actual oh, this, Beyonce with the stain. I yeah. like it. It's character. This yeah. is so sweet. Thank you. So I miss Alfred so much. So explain what they are, because it's an audio podcast. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> so uh, well, they're they're uh, both I uh, Beyonce I, from Formation with the ming- uh, middle fingers up. This uh, is I slay. I slay. But mine. Because we know I like dogs better than anything is Alfred, <laughs> my dog, on top of Beyonce's face, which is so sweet. Aww. And somehow it printed blue. But those are for you guys. You're gonna be <laughs> here for a couple really days. Sweet. And I don't know if you packed a full we suitcase. A so you need a clothes. Well, now you got one. <laughs> oh, I love this. Thank you so Thank much. You. Of course. Now, where That's can really people nice. find your book, find your tour, find your podcast? If they don't already know, find you guys on the internet if they don't already know. Um, for for all sorry about last night, audiobook, ebook, regular book tour shows uh you know podcasts where mm-hmm. to find it sorry about last night comedy.com uh sry about last nyt on uh on twitter i'm christina hutch on all the things cool and i'm philanthropy gal on all the things great yeah well, that's awesome thank you guys so much for making time this was so fun thank you this is really fun thank, thank you make sure you guys go read their book go listen to their podcast and go see them in real life if you have access to that we will see you guys on another episode of not too deep goodbye Happy New Year, everyone. Oh, right, that, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Too deep, too deep, too deep, not too deep, was Grace Helbig. Not Too Deep is a production of Grace Helbig Incorporated, question mark, produced and directed by Jack Ferry, with writing by Lon Harris, associate producers Melissa DeMonts and Diane Kang, production assistance by Jenny Stringfellow, audio support by Chris Henry, Edited by Melissa DeMonts, and an extra special thank you to the one, the only Flula, for the theme music. 
Thanks.